My hair is falling out atrociously since my surgery. What can I do to stop it? Are you experiencing this too and have the same question? Don't go anywhere. I have three things to share about hair loss and nutrition after weight loss surgery. You'll be glad you listened. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 57. Most of my career, I've worked in the media, particularly radio and TV. I did morning drive nutrition for over 18 years. That's what led me to start podcasting at the radio station, ultimately to you. I created Bariatric Surgery Success to provide you with life-changing information based on science, along with strategies and tools to help you be successful in your entire journey. So happy you've connected with me. You're in the right place. I'm glad you're listening. Let me put your mind at rest. The good news is hair loss is very common, not permanent, and your hair should grow back. I know it seems terrifying, but it's totally normal to lose five to 15% of your hair from bariatric surgery and the rapid weight loss that follows. Typically, it doesn't last more than six months and listen closely, then it grows back. It's just a pain in your patootie to go through. You might be wondering, why is this hair loss happening? There are many causes that include stress, thyroid issues, extreme diet changes, too little protein, too few calories, hormonal imbalance, even iron and zinc deficiency. A medication like a beta blocker or too much vitamin A, both can cause hair loss. So think about your situation. You've had surgery, you've cut your calories very low, possibly too little protein, maybe an underactive thyroid, sprinkling low levels of iron, zinc, biotin, or folate, and you have a recipe for hair loss. Your Science 101 for today. There are three stages in hair follicles known as antigen or growth phase, catagen or the transition or degradation phase, and telogen or dormant hair loss phase. Any guess? Which phase bariatric hair loss is tied to? You got that right. Telogen or the dormant and hair loss phase. It seems the hair follicles are pushed, maybe shoved into this dormant phase, which typically lasts three to six months. And then the hair falls out. Are you within that window? To be even more specific, Hair loss is more common with gastric bypass and gastric sleeve because you tend to experience a more rapid weight loss and increased chance of vitamin and mineral deficiencies. The physiological stress of surgery and rapid weight loss can cause the body to focus vitamins and minerals on the heart, brain, and other functions instead of on hair growth. This is when you see the growth phase end and the telogen or dormant phase start. The dormant or telogen phase kicks in, causing hair loss to occur. But as your body adjusts to the changes, the hair loss slows and then stops. The caveat, your hair should grow back normally if there are no vitamin and mineral deficiencies and you're consuming adequate protein. So the three important things to know and to act on. Number one, 
Follow up with your healthcare team for blood work to make sure you have no underlying health issues such as hypothyroid that would affect hair growth and loss. At the same time, have labs check for your vitamin and mineral deficiencies such as iron and zinc, two common ones. Take, number two, take your bariatric specific vitamin and mineral supplements daily. Notice I said bariatric specific because they will contain the amounts of nutrients that your body needs after surgery. So take the supplement daily or as your product recommends. It should contain iron, zinc, biotin, copper, and other nutrients tied to healthy hair. Don't miss this. If you do not have a deficiency, in other words, no deficiency of iron, no deficiency of zinc or others, taking more of these supplements will not make your hair grow back any faster. And actually, excessive levels of vitamin A and zinc, for example, can be potentially harmful. If you're wondering if you take the correct bariatric supplements that your body needs after surgery, go back and listen to podcast number 53 and 54. Links to the podcast, the newsletter, private Facebook group, uh, what other resources you might be looking for, the link breakingdownnutrition.com slash resources. Besides your recommended supplements, food choices can make a difference in your hair too. For example, sweet potatoes, spinach, and tomatoes all contain vitamin A. Plus, spinach is also a source of iron and vitamin C. Nice trifecta, right? Oysters contain zinc, and eggs may surprise you, but are a source of biotin. Beef contains very absorbable heme iron, it's called, while lentils and black beans also contain iron, and when eaten with a vitamin C-rich source like oh, red peppers or tomatoes, will help it to be absorbed better. So these are just a, a few of the foods that you can pick from to give your diet a boost in the hair department. Okay, number three, be sure you consume 60 to 90 grams of high quality animal, soy, or dairy-based protein and protein powders every single day. Lack of protein causes your hair to become thin and fall out, which you don't need if surgery has already pushed your hair into the dormant stage. Okay, I hear you. This hair loss isn't fun with all of the other changes you face in your journey, but it will end and it will end sooner than you think. Time has a way of passing quickly. Focus on you. Take your proper supplements. Plan your protein daily. Check in with your healthcare team. If something seems amiss, remember, you're worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.